Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. A man will be honoured today by the Lord Mayor, Councillor Kieran McCarthy, for his work with a project called Project Children, which during the time of the Troubles brought 24,000 Catholic and Protestant children over to the United States for the break. Uh, the man I speak of is now 78 years of age, 78 years of age, a native of Rock Chapel, and a former army bomb disposal expert who went on to be an NYPD cop. And besides Project Children, Dennis Mulcahy, you have your own unique story to tell. Good morning. Congratulations on the award which you'll receive today from uh, the Lord Mayor. Thank you so much. It is indeed a great honour and uh, to have an audience with uh, the Lord Mayor, Kieran McCarthy, after all these years. He left Cork almost 60 years ago. So yeah. it's an exciting day. You haven't lost the accent, I can tell you that. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, young Rock, Rock, Rock Chapel man heads to the States. Headed to join the army, I think. And was it a mess up in the paperwork that you ended up being a bomb disposal expert? Exactly. Um, they just screwed up the numbers, and in, instead of uh, writing one four zero, they wrote four one zero. They ended up in uh, the bomb disposal in the Fort Knox, Kentucky. <clears throat> and actually, I was in Fort Knox, Kentucky, training when John F. Kennedy got shot. I will always remember it because all the transfers were cancelled. And almost 50 years to the day, I got the John F. Kennedy Medal from the AOH, H.L. Order of Hibernians, and it was given in Louisville, Kentucky, next door to Fort Knox. So uh, it's amazing 50 years later that that would happen. And You, uh, you were just a uh, boy. You were 17 when you left Rock Chapel. You were been 18 when you were serving there in Fort Knox, and Kennedy was... was what was it like yeah. being a young teenager from Rock Chapel? In the American Army, well, it was a big, big, you know, big uh, culture change. But uh, you know, we uh, we adjusted, and uh, uh, it was challenging, but we got through it. And uh, looking back, uh, we were really very, very young compared to, uh, and um, it was it was good. It, it it all worked out. Mm. So you came to the end of your time in the army, and you joined the NYPD. Your brother was in the NYPD as well. Yes, my brother Pat, who's living here down in uh, Rock Chapel, uh, was in the NYPD, and I followed his footsteps. And uh, because of my army training and stuff, I ended up on the bomb squad, and I did uh, 34 years. And actually, my son, Sean, who is going to be with us tonight, is currently a member of the NYPD bomb squad. Wow. He's been there for... 12, 14 years. So the tradition continues. Um, so it's, it's, it's exciting. 
and it's great to be in court tonight and we have so many family and friends are going to be joining us and uh, we're grateful again for so many people the, my good friend Paddy McCarthy court man has the Irish examiner over in New York and uh, he got us connected with uh, Benny Cobb who has the PAV and as yeah. a result we are showing the documentary tonight and uh, their staff and um, general manager, Julie Wilkinson, everybody's been so, so helpful. And I also have to thank uh, Kieran Callagher Byrne, who is with the, uh, the Cork City Council. He's done an amazing job with uh, both of my people, uh, Catherine Flood, which is by way of Monaghan, and Linda Croston, a West uh, Cork woman, and uh, they're both out in New York. So that team has done an amazing job organizing this event tonight. Yes. We have a full house and Brilliant. really looking forward. Let's talk a little bit about Project Children because it started... You were serving as a cop in the States and you were watching what was going on here at home, you and a few friends. And that's what it was born out of. Yes, uh, my brother Pat, who was a cop in New York at that time, and, uh, you know, the first two years he was the driving force behind the the project, but he uh, returned back to Ireland and I inherited everything and uh, had to go from there. But we we started with six kids uh, back in 1975, three Catholic, three Protestant. Uh, next year we did 21 and the numbers kept increasing. Our goal was to fill a plane. And of course, back in them days, Aer Lingus had the 747s, which would be 468 kids. We eventually did did two 747s wow. years we, uh, yeah it was an amazing yeah, you know we couldn't do it today yeah. looking back because uh, Dennis bring me, to, bring me back to the birth, the birth of it, though it grew into something huge but, but it must have yeah. come up at one point say over a coffee in the ca- when did it, who came up with it and how did you well, set about doing it Again, uh, the, the, uh, the, there was so much publicity in the States of the troubles in Ireland. When you put on the 6 o'clock news or 10 o'clock news, the headlines were kids on the streets, you know, uh, throwing Molotov cocktails, you know, rioting, you know, getting hurt and whatever. So uh, the idea was to get the kids out of there, give them a break for the summer, you know, mm. the marching that's when, uh, and uh, when, when you think about it, uh, you know, you had, how bad it was, was really when you saw people put nine, ten-year-old kids on a plane, travel 3,000 miles, live with somebody for the summer, and had no idea, had never met them and stuff. So that would tell you how bad the troubles were. You know, speaking to families now, they said, we knew the kids would be safe for the summer. That's the reason we did it. You know, they so knew they'd be safe for the summer in the United States, yeah. but they couldn't yeah. say that was the case yeah. in Belfast or Derry. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And um, and setting it up, who did you have to talk to? Who who had to be persuaded to make it happen? Well, we worked mostly through the schools in Northern Ireland, members of the clergy and social services. So they were the people that knew the kids that really needed to get out of there. 
And uh, of course, though, and many, many teachers have, have said that, you know, certain schools, everybody needed to come out of there. But unfortunately, we could only bring so many. And uh, they did an amazing job selecting the kids. And uh, now that it's really all paying off and uh, we have a play going in Belfast at the present. And these kids, people are coming out of the woodwork, coming back and saying how how great the summers were, how they stayed in touch with their families in the States and it helped them through the troubled times. And now the families are visiting them. Wow. And, uh, you know, it, it, it worked two ways. The kids were great ambassadors. Uh, of course, the Amer- and it really wasn't all Irish people. We had people with all backgrounds, all nationalities, took the kids in. And, of course, they lived in neighborhoods where they were very diverse, that you had people from all religion and colors and whatever lived there. So I think it, uh, it that was uh, something special. And the kids brought that back with them. And uh, it made an unbelievable change. Yeah, yeah. The, the documentary of which you speak, uh, the Project Children's Story, How to Defuse a Bomb is the name of the documentary, uh, narrated by the wonderful Liam Neeson. But one of the stories involved is of a man called John Cheevers. I think he was only 11 when he first went over. Tell me his story, Dennis. Yes, John was a, a Protestant young man that came over and he shared the home with Kevin Brady. And, of course, they came from totally different uh, neighborhoods in in Belfast. And uh, the relationship wasn't great at the beginning. And um, Yeah, John was, uh, a, was it John was a Protestant and Kevin was a Catholic. Yeah. And they were both yeah. housed together under the same roof. Did that, yes. like, looking back, did yeah. that happen by accident, Dennis? Or was that deliberate, do you think? Well... People that would take two children, we would always put, you know, uh, one uh, one from each. Uh, uh, we would put one Catholic and one Protestant. So uh, that worked out really good. Um, so it so happened they went uh, to uh, Duke and Carl Hoffman, who are neighbors of mine and still living in Greenwood Lake, wonderful people. Um, so they brought... Uh, they brought... Uh, uh, Kevin Brady back and uh, they actually sent him on to school and eventually John returned. Now they were best men and both of uh, the weddings. They were both married and uh, they, they became best of friends and still in touch with each other today. Isn't that and, amazing? Uh, Coming yes, from such a, such a sectarian divide as there was and I remember as a young man listening to the news in the 70s and, 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 and the early 80s the, 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 and it was hatred between Protestants and Catholic. And yet, yeah. here you were. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And am I right? In, I, I'm suspecting you put young 10, 11, 12-year-old, one Protestant, one Catholic... I imagine initially they'd have been quite shocked to discover they were mixing together in the one house. How many lifelong friendships, Dennis, were formed? Well, amazing amount. But, you know, when you think of it, you know, like that, they, they had the same accents, you know, the same color, the same, basically everything, that they would run into each other in a neighborhood, you know, a Catholic a kid and a Protestant. And as soon as they started chatting, they met a buddy. They never once thought, well, this guy might be a Protestant, this guy might be Catholic. As soon as they had that accent, they were buddies right away and, uh, you know, really stood up for each other and backed each other up. And uh, that's why you really had to take them out of Northern Ireland to make this change. John Cheevers makes the point that he and Kevin would probably never have met had they stayed at home. And if they if they had met, it could be on the two sides of a horrible divide. Exactly, exactly. And there were both in close, close enough neighborhoods where there was like, it was like the DMZ where they would come every night and they'd be throwing rocks and Molotov cocktails back and forth. And they were close enough. However, uh, I think one of them mentioned they might as well be 3,000 miles apart because uh, they would never have got together anyhow. You know, so uh, it was, it attracted wonderful people. And, you know, I can't say enough about the generosity of the American people who opened their homes and the hearts and took these kids in. But however, the, the, the kids were amazing ambassadors and you have to give so much credit and really to the mothers in Northern Ireland because many of the dads were in long cash and were involved in the troubles and it was the mother that was um, you know raising these kids and uh, she raised uh, them with an iron fist I mean I remember going into them homes and the discipline and uh, it it was amazing times you know a lot of things have changed yeah it must have been so difficult Dennis, to raise children on the streets of Belfast, on the streets of Derry, divided streets. Children don't understand division. They see it, but they don't understand it. How does a mother, how does a father, if he's not, like you said, in jail, protect them from that division? It was difficult because they lived right in the neighborhood, you know, it was right outside your door. So, you know, you had to kind of be involved. And uh, that's why they had to come out of there, even if it was a short time. Uh, you know, they still remembered, uh, you know, their days and that there was a, another way of life. And, uh, you know, it was a seed that was kind of planted. And uh, it took a long time uh, because, again, these kids came out of terrible, terrible neighborhoods and uh, uh, 
you know, a lot of times people would say, well, you know, it's a bit of a waste of time because a lot of these kids are never going to go on to universities or become, you know, islands leaders and what, and that was so untrue. Some of these kids have done amazing. And, um, you know, we are very proud of what we've done and uh, yeah. the people involved. I mean, it took until the 90s before there was a, a holding yes. ceasefire. Who's to know, Dennis, that some of the young boys and young girls that came to America and met in those houses and formed lifelong, who's to know that when it came to the crunch in the 90s and there was a ceasefire within grasp, who's to know some of those kids didn't play a part in convincing those around them? to put down the guns. Yeah, most definitely. And I think that was proven when President Clinton invited me to travel to Ireland with him. Uh, there was a lot of people saw the difference it had made and that it was making. And uh, they kind of wanted it to continue. You know, So we did it for 40 years and uh, we still work now with... Um, you know, young university kids, we bring them over and we get them uh, internships for the summer. And uh, uh, the, the need isn't there that was back in that day for the younger kids. So we are still working with some older kids. And it is different times and it's a little more difficult, to, you know, to raise funding. We ha we never got any, um, you know, government funding. Yeah, how, was, how was it paid for, Dennis? All the flights and it stuff. It was from all volunteers. It was, uh, you know, people like uh, like uh, Linda Croston, who's over right now on Catherine Flood. They, none of them get uh, reimbursed in any way for their services. They, they work nonstop. They mm. voted them have been promoting the documentary for the past several years. And the documentary is quite good. You know, it's something that's never going to get outdated because it shows, you know, it's like history. It's it's time. It was the 40 years of the trouble. So you can look at it at any time. And sometimes I'm amazed that some of the uh, older uh, university kids that we bring over for the summer, we show them the documentary and uh, they'd be very taken back because they said we had no idea our uh, parents and grandparents lived during these times because I think the people are kind of reluctant to talk about it with their kids that uh, it's something they want to put behind them and uh, move on you know uh, we have done a lot of work with Habitat in the States with the university kids and our amazing workers but we're down in the backwoods of Alabama or somewhere and we would show the documentary and uh, these kids now uh, would come out and they'd be really in tears they had no idea that the troubles were really that bad so I think the documentary is, is something and Catherine Flood has said it many times that every kid should look at it. Actually, Catherine brought this back to Monaghan like three years ago, and we brought 700 kids over the border from Northern Ireland and uh, to watch the documentary. And uh, these were young kids, and I was actually amazed how, you know, they sat, they watched it, and they discussed it after. And, uh, mm. you know, it's, it's great to be showing it at the Pavin Court tonight. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a special showing for, for people who will be yeah. attending the, the evening. Where might we get to see a copy of it, Dennis, if we wanted to? Because I most certainly do want to. Yes. Well, you could get in touch with uh, with with uh, 
you know, anybody in the organization. You know, Linda Corston will be up there in Cork. She's uh, She'll be there for the next few days. She's actually from down in Skibbereen working in New York. She has a company herself over there, and she does amazing work for us. And uh, we'll get you a copy, and it's... Um, it's worth it's, it's worth seeing. It's, very it's much, very, 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 very much like to see it. I visited Dennis just as a side. I visited Northern Ireland twice on my holidays when we couldn't travel because of COVID. Right. We drove to the north, and I found right. there were two of the most educational holidays I ever spent anywhere about the history of our country, which is why I was so enthused about talking to yeah. you today. They tell me, and they're right, you know, but you've 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 deflected every effort I've made to get some credit for yourself. You talk all the time about others. But how do you feel about having done this when, when you look back on the legacy of Project Children? No, it's it's amazing. But again, you know, it's not one person. I mean, there was thousands of people involved and, you know, on both sides of the Atlantic. And a lot of them people are going to be down from Belfast tonight. And uh, we have uh, uh, Monica Culbert, who was one of the first people to get on board with us. She was a teacher in Belfast. And I have David Canning out of Straban. He was the Protestant teacher down in that area. And he organized both the Catholic Protestant schools and David is still with the education department in Northern Ireland today, and he's going to be down in court tonight. So we have a ton of great people that made this program and, again, uh, did it just out of the goodness of their heart. Uh, mm. it's, uh, as, as, it, as did you, and I'm, 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 I keep, will keep coming back, Dennis. I want to congratulate you, one Corkman to another, and indeed to another again, your brother, yes. because... Yes. Whatever happened with Project Children, however many thousands were helped, however many hundreds volunteered and got involved, it was over, I assume, a coffee in the NYPD canteen. Yourself yes. and your brother and yes. your friend. This was born yes. from that. And that yes. must be shouted from the rooftop. Dennis Mulcahy, I congratulate you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me and hope to meet up with you sometime. It, it would be way, wonderful. It would be wonderful. New York. It would be Wait. wonderful. Dennis Mulcahy, thank you so much. From Rock Chapel, it was involved in the setting of a project children. I didn't know a whole pile about it until I went reading about him. What they did was magnificent. And he will be uh, correctly and rightly um, honoured today by the Lord Mayor, Councillor Kieran McCarthy. And then they will show how to defuse a bomb. That was the Project Children documentary be shown at the PAV at 6. Honoured to have him on the show. Thank you, Dennis. Courts 96 FM. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.